Like they're doing that thing again. They're doing that thing again. They play so well. They make people bait people into buying into the team just for them to break their hearts in the spring. Yeah. And this is right on cue. What's happening? The the word of 2022, I think I saw online was was gaslighting, like leading someone to believe something and then doing the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Are the Maple Leafs the biggest gaslighters in the National Hockey League? Let's see if the man on the line can confirm. Arda Okal, NHL on ESPN host. He was hosting last night the Leafs Stars game where the Leafs took the big win. But Arda, are are they are like do they have you again? Are you falling in love right now? If, if if gaslighting is a thing in the NHL, then the Leafs just put the m- grandest of gestures oh, in the no. game last night. Like it was like the biggest like show of yeah, like that that was the primest example. Like that was the oh I'm deep into this again, aren't I? And then fast forward a few months and uh, heartbreak ensues. That would be the the story, I suppose, for the Leafs, but. I don't know. I looked at that game last night, and I was like, wow, I'm glad. In a way, for Leafs fans, I'm glad that they experienced this game in December and not in the playoffs or in March. (laughs) Not to say it wouldn't happen. A 4 nothing game in the playoffs would have been all right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, but a a 4 nothing game with that much. Like, the the stat to me that jumped out was the stat. The Stars had 93 shot attempts in that game. Insane. Crazy. Like, like the fact that they, like, even that second period five on three, the amount of chances they had, the fact that, what I mean by I'm glad this ha- game happened in December was I'm glad that essentially Matt Murray showed that, and he's been showing this, like, this was just a showpiece game in my opinion, but... Old Stanley Cup champion Matt Murray exists in that body, right? So, yep. like, now that now that Leafs fans have seen the possibility, now that Leafs fans have seen that in a Leafs uniform, Matt Murray can produce that output, that, to me, if you're going to go back to that gaslighting an, uh, analogy, now Leafs fans are extrapolating those performances into the playoffs. Well, he's, and that's the big question mark. Well, he's an interesting guy in general because you know we, we've been talking about this. Like the, the talent is there; he's shown it in the past. And to, to keep going with this gaslighting analogy, I mean, do you think it's possible for Leaf fans like they're starting to buy into Matt Murray and, and buy into the talent? But can you fully buy into this guy until the season is over and he gets through it unscathed with a keeping it up? You know, consistently, we saw this out of Jack Campbell a year ago in November, and then he fell off a cliff. But also, just the fact that health is always going to be maybe the bigger question mark with this guy. That's that's the huge. That's the big thing, right? That's the the fact that again, the fact that the Leafs fans that Leafs fans saw it now, seeing how great he can play, that's the feeling of hope. That's when you start saying, "Oh, wow." this could actually be possible. We could actually see these kind of performances. These are the goaltending performances that we need in the postseason in order to keep us, uh, keep the hopes alive of the Leafs winning a series. And, and the other thing is, I don't think, like, I, I looked at Austin Matthews' goal yesterday, and I'm like, boy, I wish I had that much space 
on the gardener when I was oh, on my man. commute home back in the day. Wouldn't that be know? a beautiful thing? Right? Yeah, I like, was confused by I, the game plan there, but it was still it was still great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how that works out. Like, yeah. I just I like that's not going to happen in the playoffs. Like, there's just a couple things in that game where you're like, wow, this was uh, very leaf centric, but. But yeah, see what what's going to happen come playoff. It, that's always going to be the question. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, okay, so goaltending looks like the Leafs could potentially have a goaltender that could steal games come April, which would be welcomed and exciting. Uh, did anything else from that game last night or this stretch that the Leafs have been on lately stand out to you as, you know what, they do this in November, but this looks a little different. Maybe they are different this year. They, um, no. Yeah, that's the <laughs> I mean, thing. I, I feel like this, the, it, this feels routine at this point. Yeah. It honestly does. Like, I mean, I'm fixated on Marner's streak. I'm very happy that there's something to focus on from that point of view. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe, maybe uh, the fact that there's, there's this marquee streak happening for the Leafs, he's setting records. Uh, maybe distract from the fact that this is sort of a story that we've seen before with the Leafs. Like they had a great start to the season last year as well. And they got great goaltending early in the year as well. And like it, hopefully the story doesn't repeat itself on the goaltending front. Cause we all know that Jack Campbell regressed in the second half of the season for the Leafs last year. But uh, I mean, yeah, they had a great November last season too. And they had a record setting November this season. And, you know, it could, it'll probably continue because the Leafs look unstoppable at the moment. And, yeah, like to answer your question bluntly, no. Like this feels very familiar. I, we're uh, chatting with Arto Cal, uh, NHL on ESPN host. Uh, you know, the Leafs-Stars game was broadcast nationally on ESPN last night. And, and I, I think one of the things that I'm noticing differently, I guess, that like we saw, we've seen glimpses of this team buying in defensively. But Dave uh, Poole, and former NHLer and and a TSN analyst, he was on the morning show today, and he was talking with Aaron, uh, Aaron, and and uh, Carlos, saying how the consistency that he's seen in this team defensively and the buy-in that they've had looks a little bit different. And it made me think back to a quote that John Tavares said earlier this year, talking about the team's evolution of maturity. And, you know, we kind of laughed and snuffed at that a little bit. bit, for sure. A, a little, but when I'm watching this team play, I mean, the way that they have bought in, d- does that maybe speak to the maturation process of this team just as a whole from, from top to bottom? When you did say that, I did. Uh, it did remind me of an interview before the game that Marner did with us, and uh, he did like he sounded like that. He sounded like somebody that had that level of buy-in that you just mentioned. And on top of that, like what, one of the questions that was asked of him was, "Is this the best the Leafs have played in your time there?" And he didn't directly say yes, but. If you listen to the, essentially he, he said, you know, I really like the way we're playing right now. It feels like we're coming together as a team. Like it sounded a little bit like you might get some, you know, cliche sound bites, et cetera. But then digging deeper into it, it did sound to me like there is that buy-in there. There is that, uh, that, that, that rallying together that maybe wasn't as prevalent in previous years. So I would say I, I agree with that, and certainly that interview uh, is a great example of that. I feel like, I mean, I look at last night's game, and I think that's a great 
resilient win. Uh, I know that everyone's going to look at Matt Murray's performance, a 44 save shutout. How can he not? By the way, 93 shot attempts is like an NHL record. Like that's unbelievable Nuts. that this start. Yeah, it's an NHL record for a team getting shut out. Like it just that's unbelievable that the Stars did not score a goal. They had five on threes. They had like every opportunity in the world to do so. But whether it was defensive effort, whether it was Matt Murray, whether it was the Leafs capitalizing on their chances, it was just the Leafs game through and through. So uh, there's definitely a lot of positives in this. I know that there's always. There's always something. There's always a gap. There's always a hole on a team. But I would say uh, the Leafs are in great position right now. Yeah. So so he thought it was the best that the Leafs had looked in, in the Matthews-Marner era that he'd been a Maple Leaf. In your opinion, Arda, is, is, is that the case with the Leafs right now? Is this the best that you've seen them in this era? Well, Matthew, for, for individually, Marner, for sure. Like, he looks like he's just peak magician at the moment, yeah. right? Like, he just looks so good. Matthews, I'm sure that people would love to see the production from last season. I mean, it's tough to replicate it. It's tough to score goals in the NHL period, let alone 60, right? So the problem is when you score 60 goals, people sort of assume that you're going to score 60 again. especially or 70 if like, you're like me and you're yeah. just out of control. I said right, 70 like, on national like, TV, I'm Arda, and I'm going to have to wear yeah. that at the end of the year in fantasy. I'm, I'm dreading the day. Well, in January and February, when he scores five goals a game, then you'll be laughing at him. Thank everyone. God. So, yeah, exactly, right? Just wait till the New Year's resolutions. He's like, I resolved to score five goals a game. That's going to happen. Uh, but, but, yes, for Marner, I mean, this is, what a stretch. Like, just unbelievable. And he's just clicking everywhere. He seems to be everywhere on the ice. The puck is always on a stick. He's just finding ways to be creative. Like, as if last year wasn't creative enough, he's finding incredible ways to set up his uh, teammates, and he's just just a joy to watch on the ice. I, they, they, they were comparing him to uh, to Pavel Datsuk on the broadcast, and I was like, I, I see the creativity. Like you can definitely see the comparisons there uh, in the way that he, he, especially lately, in the way that he's been playing. Uh, in conversation with Arda Ocal of ESPN. We play a game on the show called Good Call, Bad Call. You might be familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And we were playing it just before you came on, and we had one that was tucked away, and we said, why don't we, why don't we hold off and throw this one at Arda and get his thoughts on it. So, you know, we talked about the defensive play of this team and how they're buying in. But, I mean, they're starting to score some goals here, and a lot of goals are starting to pile up as well, um, especially the last few weeks. So, Arda, the way it's played, we're going to give you a, a scenario, and you got to tell me if it's a good call or a bad call. So, good call, bad call. The Leafs will have a trio of 40 goal scorers this season. Trio of 40 goal scorers. Can Austin Matthews get to 40 goals this year? Clearly. Uh, I, I, even though he's not on uh, pace or even though he may not get 60 this year, 40 absolutely. Nylander I could see being a 40-goal guy. John Tavares I could see yeah. uh, knocking on that door too. So honestly, JT being the uh, surprise, like I, I wouldn't have said that JT would have been a 40-goal scorer this season at the start of the year, but... I feel like he's there in that conference. So, yeah, I would say yes, that, that is definitely a possibility. What is it about? Uh, so I'm buying in. I'm buying in. Me too. Sorry, I, I got to play the game. I'm buying in. Good I'm call. Julie, I'm buying in. Good call. 
Good call out of Arda. But like you talk about John Tavares and how your opinion, I guess, has switched a little bit from the start of the year till till now. Like, what is it about JT that you're watching this season and you know has you so mesmerized in in the way that he's playing right now? You see, I, I feel like. Uh, I feel he's just, I don't know, maybe it's a confidence thing. Uh, maybe it's, I mean, he's always been strong on the puck. I, I just, I feel like he's more, yeah, it, it's, it's tough to explain. Like he just seems to be, uh, maybe it's his team, maybe it's the line mates that he's playing with. Maybe it's just the chemistry on the ice, confidence. I feel like he is on a different level right now uh, in this season. I feel like he's just stepped it up. I feel like he's... Just, just playing like he he trusts to see on his sweater. Like I, yeah, he, he's just he's and, and and he's like he's had the results, which is great. It's great to see because I know that he, John Tavares in particular has been somebody, and, and and that comes with being captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny, especially in that market, right? Especially in Toronto, it's going to be very difficult to be the captain and the leader of that team. Uh, when things go wrong, you're the first person they look at. When when things go right, you may not necessarily be the first person that gets the adulation and the praise, uh, certainly with other superstars on the team. So it's nice to see that he's getting that level of output, and it's nice to see that he's getting uh, the flowers because clearly the effort is there. Clearly he's producing on the ice, and clearly he's whatever scenario that he's in right now seems to be working. So... Uh, he's definitely, I mean, listen, we're talking about him as a possible 40 goal scorer, which is incredible. Yeah, it's a lot of load to bear for one dude from Oakville. The captaincy, the contract, and but a full, healthy off season, and uh, a new skating coach over the summer, and he looks like a spring chicken. Okay, you mentioned Arda. We haven't touched base with you since since the beginning of the season when, when things were a bit in, in disarray. You mentioned you've kind of changed your mind about John Tavares, or you think think differently about him that you than you did at the beginning of the season is there anything else that you believed about the Leafs at the start of the year that you've changed your mind about uh to this point in the year is there anything that I have changed my mind about how, how about this they... how about this mm-hmm. when they were struggling more so the beginning of the year when they were struggling about midway through October we came on the air and we threw out some takes that we definitely want to scale back on, especially like the injury came out. Oh, Matt Murray, he's done. That was a terrible decision. We were crucifying Kyle Dubas for it. Clearly, we think a little bit differently about that take today than we did back then. So do you have an example of maybe a take you had when they were struggling where now you look back and you're like, eh, maybe I'd walk that one back a little bit? See, I was the opposite. I did not. And, and again, remember, I'm not uh, on the Leafs beat as deep as uh, certainly you two are, and certainly uh, people listening to this uh, consume Leafs content voraciously on a daily basis. So from my 20,000-foot view from covering all the teams in the NHL, I didn't have the same sense of doom and gloom, even though October was a very difficult start for the Maple Leafs. So I wasn't looking at October saying, well, they're not winning a playoff season this year. They may not even make the playoffs. Boy, Matt Murray was a bad decision. Let's put... Uh, Dubas on the chopping block. Let's put Keith on the chop. Like I wasn't saying any of that. Uh, I was I was looking at it from a very, maybe maybe too patient. Who knows? Maybe I was too much the opposite side. Maybe I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this ride out. I I think that uh, a team like this has earned uh, at least another month of seeing where they go. And luckily, 
that was the right call because November was incredible. But I would say, I, I, I don't know why I said this. I still thought that the Leafs had it in them before the season started. Maybe, maybe I had too much blind faith in the old Matt Murray returning before the season started for, um, uh, for Samsonov to be uh, a great backup goaltender uh, I, I, or a 1B compliment to Matt Murray. I felt like if there was ever a year for the Leafs to win a playoff series, it was this one. So I guess I will just say I'm, I, I kept with that prediction and I will continue to keep with that prediction. And if and when the Leafs do win a playoff series this year, you can feel free to clip this and play it like 20,000 <laughs> times all throughout the day on TSN. The Stanley Cup prediction too, right? Yes, exactly. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were the only one at ESPN who had the Maple Leafs as your Stanley Cup winner. And I love that. And here we are. They're looking, I mean, they're looking like they are contenders at the very least. Yep. Right now, they certainly do look like contenders. So uh, maybe you were onto something there, Arda. Uh, appreciate the chat, as always, my friend. We'll have to do this again real soon. Anytime. I appreciate you guys. All right. There he goes. Arda Ocal, uh, NHL on ESPN host.